800 kilometers below Springfield in the Earth's lower mantle is the town of Sub-Springfield, whose residents live lives not too dissimilar to ours here above the Earth's crust, only without that pesky sun. Also, they have an Applebee's. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower, you were listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Andy Carr. And, and with is me is my co so Wow. <laughs> and my name is Dan Howell. Uh, and Andy, I've been I've been not getting much rest. I've been not getting much uh-huh. rest. <laughs> Neither have I, Dan. Who boy. Uh-huh. But what's your reason? My reason, Andy, is my body just wants to wake up at 4 a.m. <laughs> every day, regardless <laughs> of what I, I tell it to. What's your reason? <laughs> Well, that's very, that's so funny. <laughs> Dan is actually referring to the reason I told him that I haven't been sleeping <laughs> before we started. But uh, I'm not sleeping, Dan, because I haven't yet tried mm. at a restaurant in Springfield, Missouri. Wow. wow. So you've been waking up at 4 a.m. too. Yeah. So have you really been? No. No. <laughs> yeah. Just the last few days, my body has just decided, uh, get up. It's mm. four. It's four in the morning. Normal human get up time. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I've been doing, you know, just hitting Twitter so hard, just making some posts. I saw that. Just killing time, making memes. Mm -hmm. What a waste. (laughs) They're not good. Yeah. And none of them are good Uh memes. I'm out of my mind, Dan. I was telling you, I forgot. I was so weird today. I forgot to make coffee. Oh, yeah. So I just took an Excedrin. And you even had more time to do so. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Sure. So I just lay around and listen to podcasts Mm -hmm. mostly and look at the internet and hope it gives me something. Hey, hope it gives there. me some kind of little treat. Absolutely. Maybe you can <laughs> sp- spin it into some gold yarn content for, for the show here. Hasn't yet. Hasn't happened uh-uh. yet. No. Yeah. Clearly. St- still waiting. <laughs> yeah. Still waiting for the internet to give me a little that little buzz Mm-mm. I've been waiting on for yep. however long I've been logging in 20 years or so. Yeah. It's longer not even, than that. Not even a dopamine hit. It's almost like the false promise of a dopamine hit. Yeah. Because uh, you never even really get it. I mean, more often than not, it's like, hey, Peter Green died. Well, mm-hmm. thanks a bunch internet feel yep. great about that absolutely <laughs> i do feel good about that actually <laughs> really uh-huh <laughs> i think anything fleetwood mac before rumors deserves to die wow. <laughs> it isn't it ironic that peter green played the blues mm, that is ironic <laughs> actually you know speaking of uh, i i've never i've always been a bit shaky on the definition of irony uh-huh. um and the definition of a lot of things as our listeners can surely tell uh I, I'd say two to three times per episode. I just say a word that I don't actually know the meaning of. But oh, I know. I, I know thinking, that you. I, I noticed. No, when you I do know that. that you know. <laughs> but I was thinking the other day. You know, Alanis Morissette has two different hits that, like, probably fifty to sixty percent of the song is just like listing two different things. You pick up a lot of vocabulary from those songs. No, I, I just, I just found it interesting that two of her biggest hits are her just like saying two kind of opposing things back and forth. Okay. (laughs) And I think our (laughs) listeners will find that interesting as well. Yeah. Usually you set up a premise and like Mm -hmm. follow through on it and and prove, prove your point. Okay. So I'm talking one hand in my pocket. Obviously she's uh, sad, but she's, you know, something else. She's uh, bored, but she's also another thing that's not bored. You got that. And then there's another song, which I can't remember right now 
or else I would also mention it. Wow, Dan. Let's talk about something really more, much more important um, that you made me think of. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about putting hands in pockets. Wow. I, I have been meaning to talk to I you about type, that. Please I gotta stop doing that to our guests. Let me putting my hands in their pockets. Yes. Yeah. yeah, only figuratively. <laughs> so there's three kinds of people oh, in the world, Dan. Standing again. Three kinds of people in the world. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time doing stand. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> Your first kind of people don't put uh-huh. hands in pockets and all at all. Sure. Let me start over. Okay. <laughs> As most good stand-ups Always do. Always a great start to a stand-up set. <laughs> Let uh-huh. me start over. <laughs> Three kinds of people in the world. Then uh, the first type of people, they don't put their hands in the pockets at all. Mm-hmm. They're comfortable socially. Hold, let me get some uh, stand-up comedy like crowd noise. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, um, that's that's one of my laugh points. Mm-hmm. When people laugh, second kind of person, um, they, they put their hands all the way into the pockets with the thumbs. See, like this, this is really good for mm-hmm. podcasting. Mm-hmm. So I've got my thumb in the pocket with the whole hand. I don't know what this means, but I'm the kind of person that lets the thumb hang out. Mm. Let mm-hmm. get some wiggle space for the thumb. He's acting it out. It's got to right be now. free. Uh-huh. Does this mean anything? I'm realizing. Comedy usually has to have punchlines and not just ask a question to the audience about so, something that's so banal that it doesn't matter. Let me get this straight. Uh-huh. You, you thought that my <laughs> Alanis Morissette observation, which we could have just glossed over, uh-huh. you criticized it. I, it wasn't I, criticism. I'd say I just, you criticized I'm going to say that I expected, expected more from and you. Then I, it's you a compliment to you that I had higher expectations. To rise to your feet, get <laughs> off the couch where we're sitting. <laughs> To, to give me an impromptu stand-up bit well, based on my very good observation. In my defense, because I was going to stand up to give you an example mm-hmm. that I was talking about and realized I'm going to do this as a stand-up mm-hmm. bit despite the fact that mm-hmm. I am <laughs> I, have, I have no idea how to do that. You were doing some pretty lewd things with that stool during that bit, too. <laughs> Gotta did, say, I did not I did, love that. The <laughs> listeners won't hear it, but I did cut out the three minutes where I had to go get a stool uh-huh. out of the other room to uh-huh. sit on. Yep. Actually, I didn't sit on it. I just set it there for, for ambiance. Oh, they, they don't want to know what you were doing to it, but uh, it was <laughs> I had, had nothing to do with the bit. This seemingly. is not good. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> None of this is uh-huh. good. Where do we go from here, Dan? What's your weekend? How's your weekend been? Andy, my weekend's been just fine. Uh, Trying to grow some facial hair, as you can probably tell. I mean, I already have facial hair. I've got a mustache. Uh, It's funny when people say they're trying to grow a beard. mm -hmm. When there is no effort involved whatsoever. There isn't. But as you can see, you can try and not succeed at it. So I would call it trying. I haven't shaved my face in i think 10 days now you got some patches mm-hmm. in there but like you got some spots i mean the 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 goatee looks good looks like that's going to fill in you, you've the had goatees come in perfect you've you've had you've had famous sideburns for a long time i've had my sideburns for a moment which i think is working against me because now they are to the length to where they're really just shadowing yeah. the uh, the bit of beard hair i have i'm i'm trying to go for a beard you know i've had a mustache uh for about a decade now, so huh. since I was just fresh out of high school, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I decided that since Springfield has the mask ordinance now, I, I know what my face looks like whenever I try and grow a beard, which is to say, 
bad, <laughs> for lack of a better term, uh, trashy. Hmm. You mentioned a patch. There, there is a significant portion of my beautiful cheeks. Looking right in, into it right I now. I know, right? Yeah. That just grows no hair at all. Huh. And I, I got to say, Andy, it, it looks really bad, but the mask does cover it up. So there I'm hoping that this ordinance lasts long enough yeah. to where I can come out of it on the other side with an epic beard <laughs> oh man i'm gonna be so freaking epic at the end of this i'm gonna, ooh, I'm gonna cook up a pan of bacon <laughs> what what else is cool <laughs> yeah what else do people who say epic do yeah. i think it's just eat bacon yeah i think that's yeah. it and have a beard uh so yeah yeah i'm trying for that i did get my license renewed mm. this weekend i was getting my plates updated so i decided to get my license renewed too very bad idea worst license picture i've ever taken uh just just real bad I sh- should not have uh made do, those two decisions why do people at the make a big time. deal about the license picture dan who is gonna see it i don't know at this point it's like uh i just don't understand why i'm incapable of taking a good license picture yeah. but i think we're venturing too much into bad stand-up territory again the cashier mm. at brown derby yeah knows all your secrets sure there's no reason to hide your true self mm-hmm. from that person. Punchline here. <laughs> <laughs> if, if any of our listeners want to go through the episode this week and just like come up with some solid punchlines for all of our setups, I think maybe I'll go back and put in a laugh track. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> just like three seconds of silence and then a nice uproarious mm-hmm. laugh uh, after where the punchline would be. And yeah, just. So new listeners mm-hmm. who who came to us last week because we had an actual professional uh, comedy person mm-hmm. on. Thanks for checking us yeah. out. We understand. Yeah. <laughs> you can go back to your regular regular yeah. podcast. They're routines. not going to be as good as that one. We yeah. were all jacked on crab juice and <laughs> the 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 powerful comedy stylings of Lillian Stone. Speaking of which, we did have something come up. Wow. And we are going to call Lillian later in this episode oh and talk about some information that came to light. A revelation? Yes, a revelation. Well, I hope that that phone call ends up being as exciting as we are pumping it up to be right now. Hey, it's going to get people through this in, this review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should start calling them interviews. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> How about interviews? <laughs> where, we, where we interview the restaurant. Uh-huh. That's kind of like what we're doing. <laughs> so pizza, tell me how you taste. Well, like if if the restaurant's food is its words, which makes sense because <laughs> the food is cooked in in the brain of the restaurant, the inside and often leaves the restaurant much like words leave your mouse mouth. Although if you dine in, would that be just an internal thought to the to the restaurant? I don't know. Andy. I wonder These if are the questions any other podcast has released their best mm-hmm. and worst episodes yeah. within five days of each other. Because I think we're working on it. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like a <laughs> the, like quite the feat. All and right. Speaking of feet, Andy, <laughs> I guess we ought to get into this week's restaurant. F E A T F E A T, right? Yeah. Well, sure. Okay. Our restaurant this week is Papo's Pizzeria, mm. and that's right. It's time to learn a little bit. <laughs> it's time to learn a little about it right now. And that's right. It's time to learn a little about it right now. 
Before I jump into this, let me mention that uh, I did get some new recording equipment, brand mm. new recording interface. I'm pretty excited about it. Wow. And I used it used it to record this bio. It was the first thing I ever recorded. So my voice might sound slightly different than normal. We'll see. Papo's Pizzeria is a small regional chain with four Missouri locations, one in Osage Beach, one in Columbia, and two in Springfield, including the original Papo's Pizzeria on Walnut Street downtown. The name Papo's refers to founder Chris Galloway, who received the accidental autonym from his granddaughter, who started calling Chris Papo apropos, or apropapo, of nothing, and it stuck. It turned out that in Italian, the word papo translated very roughly to the English verb to gobble, which couldn't have been a more perfect name for Chris Galloway's pizza joint. Chris Galloway had spent his entire life in food service before starting Papo's, operating or helping operate over 40 restaurants. It's worth mentioning that Papo's is only kind of local to Springfield. See, Chris Galloway lives near Lake of the Ozarks. He originally wanted to open his first pizza place in Columbia back in 2012, but his daughter convinced him to do it where she lived, in Springfield. Expansion and franchising was the goal from the start, and it wasn't long before a second Papo's Pizzeria opened in Chris's hometown of Osage Beach in 2014, this one with an on-site brewery that produces the 15 Papo's proprietary beers. That's right, Papo's is also a microbrewery. A second Springfield Papo's opened on the south side in 2017, as well as a short-lived St. Louis location. In 2019, Chris Galloway's original pizza dream finally came true as he opened a Papo's in Columbia, Missouri. Papo's sets itself apart from other pizza spots with a dedication to avoiding shortcuts, hiring hyper-competent management and staff to make just about everything from scratch every single day. Papo's also prides itself on unique and interesting topping combinations, offering a wide variety of options to please every diner in the family. Feeling fancy tonight? Like you just graduated college for the second time? Try the steakhouse pizza with top sirloin, sautéed mushrooms, and gorgonzola. Are you a gross person? Try the sausage and sauerkraut pizza. Is your name Nick? And are you Greek? Try the Nick the Greek pizza. Are you a horrifying monster with no conscience to speak of? Try the American cheeseburger pizza with ketchup, mustard, and pickles. Why am I just listing off things you can order at Papo's? Because there's not really much else to say about the place or its history. Okay, have a great day. Whoa, Andy! I gotta say, I like that. Finally, I mean, what are we? One hundred and eight episodes in. Yeah, you didn't put any kind of affect on your voice for that. <laughs> yeah. I like that you just went with your normal speaking, yeah. teaching voice. Like for I that said, bio. like I said before this, I got this new recording equipment that actually captures the, the true tone and timbre wow. of our voices. Wow. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, it's working. Uh-huh. <laughs> Papo's Pizzeria, Dan. Wow. I guess we better talk about it. We sure oughta. <laughs> Had uh, you been there if much? If we want the episode to continue. <laughs> well, 
Andy, I've been there plenty of times. You know, it's it's in the downtown, or one of them's in the downtown area. There always been a pretty prominent location. Currently, the only pizza available downtown. Mm-hmm. I think now that uh, BYOP is uh, no longer Golden around. Girl. Well, the you know, it's a it's a pizza place. It's yeah. a pizzeria. It's a pizzeria. Seems Andy. like at some point there was a New York style pizzeria down there. I don't remember what the name of it was though. I think I remember that Andy, but I actually I if I remember the name right, I think it was the Springfield area landfill is what it was. <laughs> and it was right across <laughs> the street from a college theater there. Andy yeah, I've been to Papa's mm-hmm. uh, plenty of times to answer your question. You, you got much experience there? Yeah, I've been there a few times. Mm-hmm. I remember last last episode I discussed a bachelor party that I went to once. It started at the Grand Prix down there on uh, South Campbell. Sure. Or whatever the highway is after it stops being Campbell. And uh, after that, we went to Papo's, Dan. Wow. Had a, little, had a little dinner at Papo's that night. That may have actually been the last time that I went there, though. I can't imagine. I feel like I've been there a few times before, but... Suffice it to say, it's not a place that I actively sought out going very often. Now, I think it was the very first pizza restaurant that I suggested we oh. go to. I, th- I remember suggesting Papo's all the way back in like the first five episodes Whoa. or so. I-, I think it was one of my very early suggestions. But for a long time, we thought it was not local. And I'm still kind of sure. That's still kind of yeah. my interpretation. It's a bit shaky. The owner never lived here. Mm. His daughter lives here. And this just happened to be the first of many locations that he intended to open that he opened. He still lives in Lake of the Ozarks, a town, the, uh, let's just say current behavior and operation of which he's very passionately defended. Sure. Well, (laughs) you need to get too much into it. Yeah. He he likes uh, that Jason Bateman character (laughs) out there and all his grimy dealings. Yeah. Let's just say I wasn't so stoked to be looking at this dude's personal Facebook page and the stuff that he was totally fine with people seeing. <laughs> yeah, it's it. Uh, let, let's just go ahead and get rid of Facebook entirely. I know. I, I wish I, I couldn't it, see that stuff. Uh, let, let's lose it all together. Just download those pictures. Uh, delete the app. It, it'll be better for you. Or just go private. Don't let don't let citizen journalists <laughs> see your stuff. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Is that what we are, citizen journalists? That is just what popped out of my mouth, and I'm pretty sure that's like a right wing thing is claiming Ooh, yourself as a good. citizen journalist. Well, it's better uncovering than being the, the truth. Freaking I'm thought police, Andy. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. T H O T. Get him out of my life. <laughs> yes, oh God. <laughs> so, Andy, Popos. Popos. You've I been spoke- here, as huh? you just said. I had been there. Uh-huh. It's not one of my favorites, and I was kind of excited to go back and go with an open mind. Absolutely. Which I did. And I, I tried a lot of different stuff, and we're, we're here to talk about it. Me too. Now, we're sipping on some Popo's beers mm-hmm. right now. What, what's, uh, what's up with these? This, this, this is the Big Popo IPA. Got to say, Andy. I kind of love it. I do I'm too. A real big fan of this. What what's the uh what the the ABV on this? I believe it's six point seven percent alcohol. It is the 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 most hoppy beer that they had, or at least the highest IBU. Though I've had I've had some beer people dispute the uh, factualness of uh, using IBUs to rate bitterness. Wow! But this is that an sounds ex- like an interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. I think this is like fifty five IBUs or something international bitterness units. I have a lot of very exciting conversations. <laughs> yeah, <on>. clearly. 
This is a really tasty beer. Mm. It's a real got a real crisp, kind of refreshing, summery flavor oh, to yeah. it, but it still has a lot of. It's not an intense flavor, but it's a, it's intense enough that it's satisfying as an IPA. I feel like a lot of times lately, I've gotten these IPAs that have not even tasted that hoppy. They haven't really given me that sort of punch sure. that I look for. And this one's really tasty. I think the last IPA I had was uh, that one that we got from Prehistoric Brewing on our uh, What You Eat episode mm-hmm. a few months back. And I like this one tenfold. Like it a lot more. Yeah. Tasty beer. I liked it, Dan. I, I like it a lot, Andy. Now, I didn't get any appetizers. I didn't get any non-pizza products. I wanted to go with a calzone at one point, but uh, you know, I ended up having tried four different pizzas, couldn't make another trip for the calzone, couldn't justify it for myself. This stuff just gets a bit too expensive, Andy. Yes. <laughs> Look, we should maybe we should just talk about that now. Sure. This place is like hideously overpriced, in my opinion. It's so expensive for, yeah. what, for what you get. Yeah, I think they're the my last trip I got two eight inch pizzas and they both were ten ten and twelve dollars, yeah. I think. So so pretty high prices for what is basically like just a hair above a personal pan pizza. Yeah. Oh, I, but uh, you know, we'll talk about the quality and, uh-huh. and see see if the those prices but, are worth it. But at least you get a pizza that doesn't taste as good as Pizza Hut. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Shots fired so early. Oh my goodness, Andy. That no, there's only one. I really that only applies to one of the ones that I tried. Well, I, I mean, did you try any non-pizza products, Andy? Because there were a couple on the menu that I was very interested. I tried in. two, Dan, and I'm going to start with uh, the salad. I got I got a goat cheese, cranberries, and walnuts salad. Wow, which is actually listed online uh, as the lemon maple salad dan okay there's some menu that's, discrepancies yeah. just generally at that's this place that i noticed but uh the, the menu says romaine lettuce goat cheese cranberries candied walnuts and a homemade lemon maple vinaigrette wow now two things that are inaccurate about this description um the walnuts are almost definitely not candied they're just regular walnuts which mm. is totally fine sure still a already, good nut uh, oh love walnuts one of the and, top nuts yeah also not romaine lettuce definitely mescaline greens Really? Which is a step up as far as I'm concerned. You know, I like the crunch of a romaine, but sure, I'll, you know, I'll take yeah. it either way. It was really odd. This is this was a totally different salad than what I expected. Though, you know, I loved it. So I'm not really complaining. Wow. This this is one of my favorite things that I tried at this place. The like I said, I'm I'm a big fan of mescaline greens. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit thinner and they just have a lot different texture and chew sure. up a lot differently than the romaine lettuce would. The lemon maple vinaigrette is obviously what this is named for. That sounds for. really good. It is unbelievably mm. good, Dan. I never had anything like it. It was a little sweet, a little sour, and a little bitter all at once. Wow. You know, it was very citrusy, but at the same time had a little bit of a maple sweetness, too. Sure. I mean, it tasted very similar to what you would expect hearing a, a lemon maple vinaigrette, and it was very thin. You know, you you could you could drink it like it was water. Oh, believe me, I did. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've yeah, always we've joked before about getting a thing of salsa and drinking mm-hmm. it with a. Oh, Andy's a sauce sipper. <laughs> no, that's you. That does no, that. you're a certified sauce sipper, Andy. That's the uh, new canon. CSS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a certified in CSS. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. I'm cutting that out. A certified, certified sauce sipper. <laughs> CSS is like a kind of coding you can get certified to do, right? Sure. This is important. This is one of those exciting <laughs> conversations that I have. Oh, absolutely. With people. <laughs> oh, I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
so I sit down in these bumble dates, and I'm like, so what are your favorite acronyms? Wow. Bumble. How apt for a date with you. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, that sounds really good, though, Andy, that that, uh, you know, it's always nice whenever a place puts some care into just yeah. their side salad, because that's just that's the bottom rung. The composition of the salad was excellent, which is why it's so weird that the menu listed it inaccurately. Uh, I just felt like this combination of textures was fantastic. Every single thing had a very distinct texture from all the other. Would you say it had goat cheese on it? It does. It had really creamy goat cheese wow. on it. Really creamy goat cheese. Obviously, everybody's tasted a, a craisin. It says cranberry. They're cra they're craisins on sure. it. That's another inaccuracy. I think that's common. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. Everything had like a different level of sweetness slash bitterness. It, everything mixed together is great is what I'm saying. I would go back and get a full-sized one right now. I will say that this was a side size. It was about your standard sure. side takeout container, and it cost $7.99. Whoa, okay. Way too that's much. That's not a side salad price. No, it's not. I did see that for lunch on weekdays from 11 to 2, you can get a personal pan pizza, side salad, and a drink for $9.99. Oh, that's not bad. Which is a fair deal. But I definitely got my order during lunch one day, and that was not an option when I ordered online. Nor no. was it an option when I called in and ordered <laughs> a salad and a pizza, and s nobody mentioned to me that I could do it that way. Now, personal pan size, is that just the 8-inch, the, well, yeah, the yes, smallest one I mean. on the menu? That's what I mean. Now, they yeah. go from, I think they go 8, 12, and 14. Yeah, inches on right. the pizza, so they, they skip the ten incher there. But anyway, delicious salad. Sure, thought that it was really great. Sounds real good. I would absolutely eat this salad as an entree if you served it in an entree size mm. with an entree price, and uh, wouldn't even need any protein on there. Trying to do less of that anyway. Also tried Jones meatballs. <laughs> yeah, of oh, not absolutely. Let's red meat. Toss those on that salad. They're really proud of these meatballs, Dan. Um, I did see, once again, contradicting information. Some places say this is a fourth-generation recipe. Some places say it's a fifth-generation recipe. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. You get the point. It's been in the family forever. Joan, I believe, is Papo's mom. And this so is not Joan Cusack. No, it's not Joan Cusack. Thank you for clarifying that for us, Dan. <laughs> hey, guys, you sure it's not me? Oh. Joan Cusack? Hi, Joan. Hey, guys. Really? Not very often you have female guests on the show. <laughs> For good reason. No. Really I, love you and everything. You brighten up even bad movies that you're oh, in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic actor. Uh, No, thanks, guys. Uh, that's really kind of you. Has anyone ever told you you sound like the kid from Stranger Things? <laughs> <laughs> no, haven't heard that. Bye-bye. <laughs> wow. Joan Cusack yeah, in the Thanks building. for stopping by. I tried our meatballs. Mm. And they looked really great. That's kind of a recurring thing. That that salad also looked awesome whenever I opened it up. I was everything everything whenever I opened up the boxes, I was excited to eat them because of the way they looked. What kind of size are we talking here? Big fat fatties? Um, I would say they're probably from top to bottom about an inch and three quarters, sure. something like that. Okay. I don't That's think a pretty I good size. quite call them big fat fatties. Yeah. But uh, they were big. They were satisfyingly big. And the order, I think, whatever it costs, eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine, came with eight of them, I believe, which oh, is a pretty really? substantial okay. order. Yeah, absolutely. There was more food in this 
meatball box than there was in any of the pizzas. Oh, just really? As far as okay. how much stuff you actually got to consume. I almost ordered those, and I was just assuming it was going to come with two large meatballs. Like That's oh. really kind of the impression I got from it. I would describe them as medium big. Sure. And so probably they're eight medium big medium meatballs. Medium fat fatties. Yes. Mm. That's how I like them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I put that on my Bumble profile. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that <laughs> works out for you. No, to describe myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> they are they are ladled with marinara sauce and topped with Parmesan cheese. Wow. They look really good. They also come with four big old slices of bread. Oh, and okay. It starts as a roll, and they're sliced diagonally mm-hmm. lengthwise. And uh, the bread is really tasty. Like the bread a lot. Do two meatball subs with that? Yeah, totally. Just two well, meatball sandwich. It's like half a roll, mm. so you, you get one big half of a meatball sure. subs worth of bread in there. But definitely enough meatballs for a full one. Wow. There's just not enough bread for a full mm. one. Anyway, bread is really tasty. Like that bread a whole lot. The crust is very soft, but it still has a little bit of give to it. I do kind of like a crispy, crunchy crust with Italian bread. Sure. But it does have that sort of flour dusting on the outside that gives it a dryness that kind of contrasted really well with the inside, which was very uh, airy and not exactly moist, but it wasn't dry like the outside was. Sure. This is, it was very, very tasty. I like this bread a lot. However, Dan, the meatballs and the sauce had almost no flavor. Meatballs had a nice soft texture, but they weren't seasoned at all. Wow. I mean, this was just like cooked ground beef with no even real moistness to it. Like, couldn't even get any good grease in there to, to liven up that flavor a little bit. The marinara, laid it over, it was almost all totally flavorless. Mm. I mean, I, I you could, couldn't even taste tomato sure. in the marinara. I don't know how you do that. It seems like you'd have to make an effort to cook the tomato taste out of some marinara. But uh, this this was really disappointing, given how proud they are of these meatballs, just going by their all the press that I read and how much it cost. Uh, Th- these were not good. I-, I still have them. I ate three of them out of obligation, sure. and I have the rest of them in the fridge still. Bread was good, though. Like that. Well, I mean, I, I Andy, I hate to do this to you, but um, we actually have Grandma Joan right here. Oh, uh, so this and is a I new think thing, you're going to have to take it up with her. Okay. Hi, I, Grandma. I, I heard you tried my meatballs. Yeah, you know what? Your son's messing up your recipe. What the good loving? <laughs> I'm gonna kill that boy. <laughs> I thought that this family seemed to have a murderous wow. streak. Wow, she just rushed out of the room. I, <laughs> for some reason, I thought that she was going to have more of an Italian voice, but just ended up <laughs> sounding kind of like me. Mama Mia. <laughs> <laughs> there she was. She she did only in this case. That. It's not Mama M I A. It's Mama yes. M E. Yes, because she's the mama. Mm-hmm. Mi- Mia, Mia the mama. Mia the mama. Yes, yes. like a Mario. It's not such. long, so we're not going to be allowed to use that voice anymore. Wow. And we shouldn't be, probably. Oh, I, I think we're fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, Andy. Did you get any other side products? <laughs> side products? Yeah, that's what we call them on the show now. I thought we discussed this. <laughs> uh, no, that that's it. And why didn't you get any sides this time? You're usually a pretty big side fan. Well, you know, I had my first You're trip. always talking about all the fun you have on the side. Uh-huh, yes, I'm always talking about how I, I love my side pieces. Ain't no fun unless you got a little on the side. Ain't no fun unless I'm you saying, got more than yes, one. Yeah, I'm saying all, all that stuff a lot. Don't tell Anonymous. <laughs> Andy, she encourages it. <laughs> yeah, 
we our, our first trip this week i went and got a couple pizzas for my girlfriend and i and we basically just ordered too much pizza mm-hmm. to get sides my second trip i was planning on going with the calzone and maybe a side of the eggplant which i thought yeah, sounded pretty that's good that's what i wanted to try also but i through a couple circumstances, it, it ended up being a, a, a birthday at work, mm. so I wanted to get something that I could share, so I got two more pizzas, nice. and at that time, at my budget for the for the show this week was just tapped out, and oh. I, I didn't have any more Dude. room to get sides. <laughs> I spent $80 of Papa's oh this week. $80. Oh, what have we done to it's ourselves? so expensive. Oh, man, Andy. <laughs> this was such a perilously bad idea to, yeah. to begin this podcast. No, I love the podcast. I mean, ago. it's so fun, but like mm. you get to a place like this where to give it a fair <laughs> shake, like you got to go more than once. You got to yeah, try a I just fraction be of the stuff on That's the menu. All. And it's, it's so prohibitively expensive yeah. a place like this. Anyway, Let's talk about pizza dance. What we're here I for? I guess so, Andy. That that's all I got. So we, I, I mean, I, I got four different pizzas. I, I can start wherever you want, buddy. You do one. You'll 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 open us up and close us out. Wow. Since you did four and I did three, Andy. That's me. Started out with my lovely girlfriend. We wanted to do one of the build your own pizzas. We got th- I ended up with three specialty pizzas. One build your own. Mm. Went for pretty much our classic build your own. Hand tossed crust. Mm. mushroom italian sausage classic pizza great love the combo what kind of cheese mozzarella mozzarella on this one. all of the build your own pizzas come with shredded mozzarella and red sauce unless otherwise specified although they do have a breadth of uh sauce options mm-hmm. and just a couple different options i believe yeah yeah a breadth of options andy as far as this one goes i'm gonna have to say I don't know how much of a fan I am of just their straight red sauce pizzas because I'm starting with this one because it's at the very bottom for me. I, mm. I didn't like this one. I actually like how they do their sausage. They don't do it in big chump chunks. It's more like uh, big chunks. Chum- that's yeah, big that's chumps. Yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. do it like that. They don't do it like big chumps. Uh, they do it in tiny little uh, crumbles, I guess you would call it. I like that. I just thought overall this this was a bland pizza. This one we got from the downtown location, got it on hand tossed crust, thought it was a little dry, thought the sausage could have definitely had some more flavor, but really if if I had to pinpoint the one factor that I, I really didn't like about the pizza. I think it's probably that red sauce because this is the only pizza I got with that regular red sauce, and I liked all the pizzas more. I, it, it it was okay. It was not worth yeah. the like fourteen dollars or whatever we paid mm-hmm. for a large one. Uh, just no, not not even close. But but okay, probably wouldn't get again over the other pizzas I'm going to get into. But where, where'd you start with the pizzas? Well, the first time I went, I got two personal pans, and I thought they would be bigger, number one. I mean, they say eight-inch pizza, mm-hmm. and I guess they're eight inches across. That that they're, makes some sense. They're but pretty small. I just expected it to be bigger. They were bigger in my head. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with the one that I liked the least, and that was the Cholula chicken mm-hmm. pizza. Now, I saw this on the menu and was pretty entranced by it because Cholula is not the hot sauce of choice you'll see a lot uh-huh. on menus. On 
any other place, this would be a sriracha chicken pizza. Yes. Uh, I was very excited to try this also because I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of Cholula. Love Cholula. Got some, Absolutely. Got some in there. It's one so of the, the hot sauces I keep Love on hand Love all the home. varietals of Cholula as well, like the uh, the garlic pepper one. Very good. So just opening this one up, this is the, the thing that I got that looked the least appetizing, and that is because this is just clearly canned chunked chicken. Sure. Uh, it, it was not very high quality. Not that it tasted bad or anything. It just... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they get local chickens and chop them up and cook them themselves. I don't know. But there was nothing extraordinary about any topping on this, and it certainly didn't taste like Cholula Dan. This sure. was a buffalo chicken pizza. Oh, I don't know yeah. why they were calling it that. There may have been just this, just a slight bit more heat. Like It might have been an original buffalo sauce more than a mild buffalo sauce. Sure. Like That was the differentiation between the heat levels. But oh, boy. It looked really pretty, at least. What else, what else is on here beyond the Cholula and chicken? Cheese, some kind of green uh-huh. <laughs> vegetable item that had been cooked down. <laughs> I'm not a... Green just, cooked down vegetable yeah, item. I don't know, Dan. <laughs> I didn't write down the toppings for this one. It's the only one I didn't do that sure. for. And it also it doesn't matter that much because I didn't really care for it. Mm. and don't want to just slag it for no reason. Sure. This is the only thin crust pizza that I got. We need to talk about their cheese. Mm. I think their mozzarella is not very good. I mean, maybe that was part of it on on my other one. I, it, I certainly it, it's it's not super flavorful. It has no flavor. I'm going to say it's it's all texture and no flavor. Mm. And the texture isn't even that gooey. It's just kind of there. Sure, uh, man. Uh, it's it's just frustrating to talk about because I really want this place to be good. It'd be really nice if it was because it is the only pizza place downtown. Mm. Man, I, I, OK, I'm going to be more positive about the other two that I'm going to talk about, but I I I hate is strong, but I sure. really did not like this pizza, wow. Dan. Mostly the crust. The crust was like Totino's. Ooh. And it says St. Louis style. This it's, was the thin one. That this you got was then. the thin, okay. the St. Louis style mm-hmm. thin. First of all, it was not thin like a St. Louis style crust is where the when I think of St. Louis style, I think like Emo's where you have to work to keep the toppings on what it is in your in your hand. Mm. Like it's so thin that it can almost not handle the toppings. Sure. This was hard as a rock. To me, not hard as a rock. That's a, yeah. an exaggeration. But it had no trouble holding all the toppings. It had no flavor. Just similar to what we're talking about with the cheese. You just bite into it. It's like you just barely register anything. The, now, maybe the I'm suffering from anosmia. Uh, I mean, yeah, whatever that is. I felt is. that I was. It's whenever you lose your sense of taste and touch. Oh, wow. Touch? No, not that. You've Taste certainly lost smell. your sense of touch. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm born without it. Yes. One, uh, might, one might say. <laughs> Andy, uh, did it seem as if... Uh, h- how much color did that crust have on it? You think it was maybe a little overcooked? Or? No, wasn't blackened. Mm. I think that I don't like their thin crust, sure. is what I'm saying. You know, there's a couple other places in town that I could cite that do the thin crust very, very well. You know, we, we've sort of been circling around Pizza House for a while. We're not going to get around to it. Anytime soon. Uh, no, but uh, suffice it to say, I'm a pretty big fan of that place. And as far as thin crust locally, locally owned, I should say, because sure. it's another good place. It is not locally owned, despite mm. the people think that it is that has great thin crust. Talking about you, Ares Pizza. Love it. Found it in Camdenton. Get wow. out of here. Leave now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Canonically, I just hate places now that are that are not 
from Springfield. This fruit fly is driving me insane. I just can't with this. They're here all the time. It's right behind you. Oh, he's he's on your Craig Finn poster oh. it, up here in the tower, of course, not your poster, the tower's poster. Every time I come up here, I spent a lot of time here, Dan. I mm -hmm. got a recliner up here where I just sit and play <laughs> yep. Zelda for Absolutely. too long. <laughs> They're here all the time. Uh -huh. it, it's driving me insane. I'm legitimately losing my mind. I can't focus on anything. These fruit flies are always here. What do you do? I got fly traps in the bathroom. Uh -huh. I got them in the tower's kitchen over here. I got uh -huh. a little window open that I yep. never keep open because I don't <laughs> want people watching me do the stuff I do in my kitchen. Yeah, from, which from is not adjacent tower, towers. Yeah. <laughs> There's one, Sun Villa. You can get some sure. Binox. Absolutely. Look over at me. God, Binox. Making my coffee. Uh -huh. I come over to the tower every morning to make coffee. Look, I don't have an efficient lifestyle. Mm. Sometimes I bike, and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, weirdly, the bug problem in here is worse than uh, whenever we recorded outdoors last week. Along I wasn't with big joking. Crabs. I wasn't joking yeah. when I said that. The bugs are better outside uh -huh. than they are inside well, in well my behaved, life right now. Tell you that. What do you do about it? Mm -hmm. I realize that we're in the middle of a food review, mm -hmm. but Dan solved my problem. Listeners, write in. You know where to find us. Tell me how to get rid of these bugs. Mm -hmm. What do I do? The piles of fruit could go. I don't have fruit here. <laughs> There's no reason. I'm legitimately losing it, Dan. I can tell. I'm just so mad. <laughs> it just I look, I can get riled up, mm. but I don't generally have an angry disposition. But it's like affecting other parts of my life. Sure. Like I will get frustrated about something and realize that it, this is like residual bug anger. Mm. Yep, been there. <sighs> yeah, I feel a lot better. Let's get back into your next pizza. Well, speaking of bugs, <laughs> you get their you get their cricket pie. Yeah, the cricket <laughs> pie. Uh, Andy, I had the Lone Star Barbecue Chicken. When was the last time tried. you watched Snowpiercer? Uh, I watched it for the first time probably four or five months ago. Really I need, I'd eat some bugs. Excellent. Why not? I need a Would you eat bug gel? Um, they have it coming. <laughs> I've eaten so many bugs lately, Dan. Oh, my goodness. Just the other day. I'm just breathing in. Oh, there's another buddy in I'm, my throat. I don't know if you're just, fully grasping the themes of Snowpiercer. A, <laughs> you're saying it should have been okay complaining eat about eating those yeah. bugs. <laughs> no, that's what Snowpiercer is about. Uh -huh. It's about eating bugs. Yeah. That's even that's a spoiler for that movie, by the <laughs> it way. It is actually yeah, good movie, though. I think it's still available I on Netflix. I was taking a sip. Excellent. A sip of Jim Beam, uh -huh. my friend, and yours, <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. and you were kissing, kissing Jim, kissing Jim. <laughs> Get a little Jim on my tongue, uh -huh. but it wasn't just Jim. Got a little gnat in there too. Wow! And I barely even process it anymore. It's just a part of my life yeah. now. There he is again. <laughs> what do I do? I, you know, Andy, the possibility that there's more than one fruit fly could also be. No, there's only it's only <laughs> one. I've eaten the same one multiple times. Andy's living through his very own episode of that uh, Ryan Johnson episode, oh. uh, directed episode of uh, Objectively, Bad. I think the worst episode of that show. Really? I don't like that episode. Oh, I like that episode a yeah. lot. Huh. Good bottle episode, I um, think. Doesn't advance 
the plot or sure. the characters in any way whatsoever. Not yeah. a fan. It's just a gimmick. Anyway. Well, that's weird. I didn't, I didn't expect that you would hate that. Don't hate it. In isolation, it's fine. It's just a total deviation from what made that show special, in my opinion. Wow. Speaking of a total deviation of what makes a show special, we should probably that get transition back at all. to the food. <laughs> Here on I think that's the opposite. Our food podcast. People, come to Spring Food Mo for the eating bugs talk. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all of our reviews claim to love the non-food talk. I wonder if it's coming across that I ate some Excedrin and downed a <laughs> pint of beer. You think people are picking up on some vibes? I, I'm definitely getting heavy Excedrin <laughs> vibes, Andy. You are sweating. <laughs> Andy. Uh, Excedrin, that's what Breaking Bad's about, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely understood the show really well. The Lone Star Barbecue Chicken Pizza, Andy. I think this might be the first time I've gotten a barbecue pizza on this show, despite my affinity for the pizza. That's barbecue. I really like barbecue pizza, huh, Andy. Okay. Really, really do. They have a couple options for you on this menu, too. Two or three do. barbecue Yeah, they pizzas. got like a bourbon uh, smoke pulled pork. We just didn't want to go the pork direction, so we went with the Lone Star Barbecue, which you can get in chicken or pork. This Instead of got... throwing another shrimp on the barbie, you could just say, throw another barbie on the stone. The pizza stone. Mm. Yep. And why would I say that? Because you're clever. Oh, barbie means barbecue. Yeah. That is the first I have ever connected those two words, Andy. Wow. Wow. You didn't didn't know that? No. I mean, I guess I figured that shrimp on the Barbie meant like shrimp on some kind of grill, but I just never put Barbie and barbecue together. Shrimp, the bugs of the sea. Let's talk about bugs Mm -hmm. some more. Mm -hmm. Okay, Dan. I'm sorry. Actually, how weird that you were complaining last week about eating a bug on the show when you had just eaten... So many bugs prior to the show, Andy. How <laughs> ironic. <laughs> Andy, the Lone Star Barbecue Chicken Pizza has olive oil glaze, mozzarella cheese, barbecue chicken, or slow roasted pulled pork, red onions, fresh cilantro, and then it's drizzled with KC barbecue sauce. Andy, like I said just now, I like barbecue pizzas a lot. I like this barbecue pizza a lot on a good amount of their pizzas. If they don't include the red sauce, they do the uh, olive oil glaze, which I think is a nice little substitute for some red sauce. And then they actually finish this with the barbecue sauce, just drizzling it on top there. Finish him. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I think that's probably what they do back there, too. And then uppercut the ceiling, the (laughs) pizza through the ceiling or whatever. Um, big fan of red onion on a nice barbecue chicken pizza, even bigger fan of cilantro on a barbecue chicken pizza. Andy, Mm. I think that's what makes this particular one unique. Cilantro is what was on my, uh, Cholula pizza. Really? Yeah. I thought the cilantro added just a great bit of like unexpected Mm -hmm. flavor to the pizza. Real subtle hint under those nice barbecue sauce flavors. I didn't have as big of a problem with the chicken as you did. I thought it was perfectly fine, but not anything super special. Certainly. It's 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 commonly known that there are people who think cilantro, a.k.a. coriander. Mm -hmm. Sure. Tastes like soap. Absolutely. You ever have one of those people Act like you're the freak. 
Uh, seems like you're mentioning someone specific here. Uh, I assure you, she no longer <laughs> listens. <laughs> yes, I have heard that, that some people think cilantro tastes like soap. Isn't there another spice like that? I don't know. That people think tastes like something else? Yeah, wow. I believe it's called dial. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent, Andy. Uh, yeah, really, really like this one. My big problem with it, as uh, one of your problems was on the last one, I got it on the St. Louis style thin. This was another one from the downtown location, and uh, it was just a little overcooked. I, I don't think I, I'm not like so animus towards the uh, animus, animus, like animosity. Is that is that right? Animus, like mad at the crust. Uh, I get what. Okay, go ahead. Is that right? No, but that's fine. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm not as language is malleable. Like if what you're communicating comes across, people shouldn't be upset. Now, mm. I play being upset uh-huh. for <laughs> for comedy, <laughs> but that is my actual belief. Uh, animus is like related to. You always hear it in like fantasy stories. Like, isn't an animus someone who can turn into an animal? <laughs> I think it's an anamorph you're thinking of, uh, well, Andy, or a druid, of course. My mistake. Go ahead. Um, no, no, I think we can cover how you're wrong here. <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> you're wrong. It's a druid. Uh, b- boy, Andy, I like this one a lot. I just thought the crust was a, a little overcooked. Wasn't exactly burnt. Had a nice, haven't used this term in a while, leoparding mm. on the bottom. Lovely little spots of blackened you were right, crust. Dan. Wow. Animus, hostility, or ill feeling. Yeah. and that's, to go. That is how I would describe mis- your feelings I, towards that yeah. thin crust. Uh, I, apolo- I apologize, Dan. Hey, it's okay. Also, motivation to do something. Two mm. meanings that don't really yeah, work in concert. Yeah, those are a bit conflicting. Uh, yeah, I like this one. I don't have anything else to say about it. It was good. Okay. Uh, thought the crust was, it, it was a little dark on the edges, had a nice underbelly, but like on the very sides, you could see where it was getting to a dark brown, a little crunchier than I would like out of my thin crust. Uh, but yeah, like, liked it just fine. The other two pizzas that I got had the hand tossed crust, sure. which I think is what they, it's not that they push you toward that, but it's always listed as the first option. So I wonder if they know that the thin crust isn't tops hey. you know maybe it's just there for people who prefer that sort of style but the the hand toss stand i'm pleased to say i thought was really good this See, go i wasn't super impressed with either okay. of them i think i liked most of the crust more than the one on this slightly burnt barbecue chicken pizza but i i don't know that i love either of them uh, i wonder what i thought if i had tried the hand toss first rather than have the colossal disappointment of the thin crust sure. first because the first bite that I had was a Cholula, and I just did not care for that crust immediately. However, when I got that, I also got a Sicilian hand toss. The Sicilian comes with red sauce, mozzarella cheese, pepperoni, Italian sausage, capicola, salami, banana peppers, red onions with extra cheese. Um, can we take that again with you saying capicola correctly? Capicola? What did I, how did I say it? <laughs> they say, it's capicola! <laughs> I thought I'd. I, I thought that I'd probably said crapicola. <laughs> no, no, you know, you see, you said it. Uh, you said it how a, uh, you know, uncultured swine would say it. Uh, it's actually Is that how you say it. A gabagoo. Gabagoo. <laughs> I thought that was like a really talky ghost. <laughs> wow, Andy, that was really good. Yeah, you know, we can we can shut it off now if you want. Look, <laughs> I keep insisting to people, I'm funny. <laughs> 
I am. You're allowed to laugh. <laughs> this is me on those Bumble dates. Andy insisting to people that he's funny <laughs> until they laugh. <laughs> It is. It, it does amuse me because sometimes, actually, this happened with somebody who's been a guest on the show. Where I'll post a joke or something on our podcast Instagram story, and uh, somebody will respond with, "That's hilarious." And my instinct is go, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is. Don't act so surprised." <laughs> do, do they say that's hilarious? Dot dot dot. Is this Andy? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I don't even. There are no rails. Like the the rails have been gone for weeks. Yeah, I think we should just acknowledge. Yeah, I think we're we're more of an off road <laughs> podcast at this point. I, I think the rails no, might be in the past. Uh, is it my turn? Am I mm-hmm. talking about pizza right now? Oh yeah, I really liked that Sicilian pizza a lot, Dan. And really, what I liked the most about it was those banana peppers. That oh. was the primary taste on there. But they were kind of... It's not that they were shredded, but they were chopped up. I think there's a picture of it on your computer right now yeah. that's been making me hungry this whole yeah. time. They look really good. And it says extra cheese, but you can even see from that picture that no. there's not a lot of cheese on uh, there. Yeah, I wouldn't and that's, just call that extra. It's, it seems like more than anything, there's there's... It seems like there might be more sauce than there was mm-hmm. in some of those other pizzas. This definitely was sauce heavy. And... Again, their red sauce doesn't have that much flavor. Sure. It is mostly texture. Yeah. Maybe they have bad tomatoes that they source or something. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. They just have really bland tomatoes, use canned tomatoes or something. Yeah. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. But I, I honestly didn't even recognize a lot of meat flavor in this pizza either, Dan, even though there are three meats on it. Oh, yeah. The primary taste came from those onions from and from the banana peppers. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. I liked this a lot. Tasted nothing like any other Sicilian pizza I have had, which is usually defined by having a lot of sauce and a lot of cheese and everything else sort of being secondary. At least that's my understanding for Sicilian pizza. Also, pretty sure Sicilian style has a very certain shape. It's usually like a almost like a ovular like shape. Am I wrong about this? Maybe uh, I'm wrong. I almost think that, that that's like a Neapolitan pizza. Yeah, I'm like probably wrong. Napoli I probably got this wrong. Yeah. I, I, I'll just say I'm using Big Slice as a reference for sure. this, and that's like the one pizza that I think is really good. I famously, not famously, but maybe even notoriously, did not care for Big Slice mm-hmm. whenever we talked about talked about it on the show. Anyway. That's why Ryan Solo won't talk to us anymore. <laughs> I haven't heard from him. <laughs> Definitely been really. begging someone to play drums in a band with me. <laughs> Not gnarly enough, unfortunately. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah. Me. Me yeah, not gnarly yeah, enough. No, no. Yeah. Oh, if anybody's gnarly enough, it's Ryan Salt. <laughs> you know, I really liked him. <laughs> hadn't met him. Fantastic. Hadn't met him when he'd come on the show and I uh, haven't talked to him since, but really, really enjoyed hanging I out with him. I miss parties existing so that I can run into mm-hmm. him every oh. once in a while and chit-chat with him about like Street Fighter while everybody else is having a so good time. So many party friends. Mm. I have so many like acquaintances that... I don't feel like I'm close enough to that I can just text them out of the blue. Oh, yeah. And I've kind of been trying lately, like just trying, and it feels like an imposition, but then I'm like, if someone did this to me, I would feel so good. Sure. And actually, a few people have done that to me. I mean, I don't think you would mind, but like I talked to Billy from 4 and 7 Foodist oh, yeah, for like guy. 45 minutes last night just online and was like the highlight of the day, just having some interaction with another another human being. So what I'm saying is, listeners, I'm desperate. <laughs> Send me messages. <laughs> Maybe keep it on the personal uh-huh. Instagram or whatever so sure. Dan doesn't get those notifications. Yeah. 
but you can message me. I don't me. look at them either way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I really liked the Sicilian pizza, Dan. I thought it was really tasty. Would order again if mm. I went back. This is the thing I would get again for sure. That and that salad. Now, did you go to the same location Downtown, every time? Both okay. times. Now, here's where mine switch up because everything I just read off, that, that was all my first order with my lovely girlfriend. The rest of these were some that I ordered for a work birthday function. I mean, it was just at work at the old sawmill. And I got them from the south side location, Andy. Mm-hmm. A little closer than the downtown location there. Started it off with, and Andy, if you could please lay into post a lovely drum roll. Oh, my. Andy, I got the vegan. Cool. So to all of our vegan listeners out there who uh, think I am incapable of ordering a vegan option. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I have to say about that, Andy. What else did you get? This is so long. (laughs) This is such a long episode. Just thinking about how long it came me to edit. And I was also like, who cares? I got nothing going on. I got like. 48 hours and nothing. Sometimes I'll just assess like what your life is looking like and (laughs) and add in curses and stuff to cut out based on that. Just just to give you something to do, Mm -hmm. Andy. I'm just looking out. The vegan, that's got that same olive oil glaze, vegan mozzarella cheese, green peppers, fresh basil, caramelized onions, and fresh mushrooms. Now, Andy, I got this for a couple different reasons. For one, I wanted to prove all of our pesky vegan listeners wrong anybody who's ever dared to say that i'm not vegan or keto do not think of our vegan listeners as pesky oh i do i do i Um, think of them as highly tolerant of a mm. lot of meat talk and it means a lot to me that they listen anyway oh yeah i mean i guess you could frame it that way um i think of them as a bunch of sad losers (laughs) who just can't I can't even like follow through with that bit because I do you know, know some my closest friend <laughs> listeners <laughs> and they're so <laughs> nice and they're fantastic and they're not like uh, hounding me to eat vegan all the time. Uh, truly nice group of people. But the other reason I got this Andy is because I work with a couple vegans, one vegetarian, one, I guess, fleegan is another podcaster more popular mm. than us would call it. I had a become something like that just so i can identify as a portmanteau sure oh yeah i would love it no one loves a portmanteau more than i do you love them i i know that that's why they call me portman tandy Mm -hmm. yep it's bad wow it's pretty bad Mm. Mm. (laughs) please go vegan breakfast pizza just the vegan Andy please do not spoil the next pizza that I got which is the breakfast pizza this one's just the vegan I thought you told me vegan breakfast pizza uh no I think I might have just left out a comma there I don't Andy know how that would even work mm, because not great. <laughs> breakfast pizza is a regular pizza with some eggs uh-huh. so yeah and yeah. a couple different meats Andy uh I gotta say this one, I've been reading them off in the order that I got them, and it's also the order of which uh, uh, my least favorite to most favorite. This one was really good, Andy. That vegan mozzarella has so much more flavor than the actual mozzarella on their pizza. It's crazy. Huh. I was so excited whenever I tasted this. I got it on the thin crust. The caramelized onions, the basil, everything just works great. That 
the the cheese though, Andy. The cheese is really good. Huh. And it's a, it's a sauceless pizza. It's just another one with the olive oil glaze. Got it on the thin crust. Thought the thin crust was cooked fantastically by the Southside location. Uh, d- wasn't overcooked at all. Wasn't overly crunchy. Had a nice little crispiness to it. Still got a slice of this in the fridge at home, Andy. I'm excited to mm. get to it. What I'm not very happy about with this vegan pizza, though, Andy, I brought this pizza to work. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited for all the praise I was going to receive from the vegans at work. Like, oh, thank you, Daniel. You got you, you thought of us. Thank you. You respect our values you and respect our, ethics. our values and ethics. Thank you. We love you. Be my wife. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they're all six feet away. That's why they're shouting. Yeah. Uh, we're staying socially distanced there. One of the vegans remarks instantly after having the pizza says it's the best vegan pizza they've ever had Whoa. some of the best vegan cheese they've ever had i don't doubt it it was real good andy and it had a nice cheesy flavor to it i asked the other vegan did you get to try the pizza still a couple of slices back there they say no because they don't like mushrooms whoa how andy how i ask and how I guess I'm asking you and I'm asking my coworker if you're listening to this right now what is your what, life what the <laughs> is with this personal preference of yours and it's more than a personal preference they've chosen to be a vegan but don't like the best the one highlight of like, being a vegan I, I guess potato I up. think I'll I'll stay with you with potato being yeah. the best vegetable uh, I, Mushrooms close second. I'm I'm a relatively recent convert. Like I really got into mushrooms since we started doing yeah. the show. I don't get it. And you know, I understand that mushroom, I think mushrooms are a thing that are popular because they are a little more savory and maybe mimic that uh flavor of meat a little bit. And I understand that not all vegans want to mimic the flavor of meat. I but was just so con- I was just so confused by them for so long because they're not mushy and you can eat them outside. Mm. Yeah. So all right, well, I guess you can go ahead and get into your last pizza then. <laughs> no response? No I A+, plus, no key, key to the city? <laughs> I, I don't have the authority to hand that out. We're going to have to cut our last segment today. <laughs> I think we are. <laughs> Daniel, the last pizza I tried mm. was spinach ricotta. Wow. And I got this on the hand tossed as well. That sounds which, good, Andy. Yeah, and it confirmed my thoughts about the, the hand toss. I think it's hand tossed. Is the most like actual homemade pizza crust that I've had from a place in okay. town. Um, and that may just be because the same people make homemade pizza for me more often. It may just be because it tastes a lot like homemade pizza made for me by Jake. Jake. Um, my mom makes homemade pizza yeah. crust. It's, it's like my favorite thing that she makes. I love mm-hmm. it. If anybody knows Jake, you should ask him about his dough recipe because it is one of the funniest <laughs> real life bits. <laughs> That he is absolutely real. You know about it. I'm not going to repeat it on the show. <laughs> I do know about it. It rules. And it's so funny and pretty wild that the uh, dough still turns out pretty tasty yeah, despite yeah. His, <laughs> his method of preparing it. <laughs> Love you, Jake. Love you, Jake. <laughs> I think he was doing a like a binge listen. I think he hadn't listened in a while. I was sure. doing a binge because I was getting texts over the last just a response to, to stuff. So. Go ahead and let me know when you hear this part, Jake. Who else hasn't listened in a while? (laughs) 
Vance Hall. Really? Still no response on the uh, the missing cornbread crumble from Druff's menu. I know Eleanor is listening. They, somebody in the household is listening. They know each other. <sighs> I just, you know, it, uh, you, you, you expect to, to put a question out there to one of your longtime big Listen. fans, former guests, and then you find that Vance, he's just not listening. If you're listening, mm. send us, just send us a message that says, Gabagool. <laughs> yes. Just send us that. Or Eleanor, if he's not listening, send mm. us a message that says Capicola. Okay. <laughs> and how will you tell? Because they're going to send him to us. No, how will you tell? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, dumb, dumb. <laughs> Go suck a lemon. <laughs> suck a few of them. Suck some limes while you're at what it. What has happened to the show? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm being told to suck lemons now. I started as a esteemed co-host. <laughs> what, is, what does that even mean? Go suck a lemon. I don't know. I don't. I don't have the inside info on that. Like I did all the amazing oh. factoids for our for our last week's bonus oh, yeah. episode. Great episode, by the way. Oh boy, really almost makes up for this one. Spinach ricotta. Mm. A spinach ricotta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame everything wrong with this episode on the new recording interface. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. That seems like a good call to me. <laughs> Olive oil glaze brushed on dough. Mm. A lot of detail there. Mm -hmm. Light red sauce, which I'm going to dispute immediately because there was no sauce on this pizza whatsoever, mm. which was okay. Sprinkled the Parmesan cheese. Can't confirm. Minced that, garlic. That is light, though. I don't know that you can dispute that because that is just as light well, as it gets. I was thinking, hey, oh, okay, light on the red sauce <laughs> yeah. is having no red sauce. All the I, way light. I don't think what you just said is true. <laughs> Fully I'm light. Pretty sure light <laughs> implies that there is some. And I oh, definitely, yeah. Well, does Miller Light have zero calories, Andy? <sighs> I guess your point is proven. Wow. You're right. There's a Miller, lot of egg Miller on light your does face. Have calories. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess my face isn't a breakfast pizza then. Suck eggs, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't eaten an egg in a long time. I haven't bought any in a long time. Eggs and lemons. Don't why, like, why are people sucking on? Don't them? care for eggs, really. Fresh spinach leaves. Wow. Fresh Roma tomatoes, which were very good. They tasted like tomatoes. Love a Roma to tomato. Mozzarella cheese topped with ricotta cheese, drizzled olive oil. I like this, Dan. Now, this tasted more like an appetizer you might get at an Italian restaurant than it did like a satisfying pizza sure. flavor. But like a topped bread. Yeah, exactly like that. And it's because it didn't have any sauce on it. So it didn't like have that tanginess of sure. the pizza or it didn't even have even like didn't even have like the sort of Alfredo -y flavor you might get from a white sauce. This was just some cheese and some veggies on top of some bread. And I enjoyed it. Would have been really nice to have something to dip it in. I kept wishing I had some Ooh, sort of yeah. like garlic sauce dip or even like a marinara dip, something. But uh, th this was this was good. I was happy with this, at least happier than I was with the the one piece that I didn't like. Didn't quite reach the level of the Sicilian from earlier. Ah, yes. Yeah. So I think that's what I got. Should we rate this place, Dan? Andy, I got one more pizza, so oh, we simply shoot. can't close it out with the breakfast pizza, Andy. As Ending you alluded with to. breakfast. That's right. This is, as far as I know, uh, the only 
pizza spot in town that serves a breakfast pizza. I our long, long time listeners will know that I'm a big fan of breakfast pizza. Had a segment about it early in the show uh, about my affinity for uh, gas station breakfast pizza, which I still do love. Don't get nearly as often. Uh, thankfully, this breakfast pizza, Andy, I am happy to say is great butter slash olive oil mozzarella cheese farm fresh eggs canadian bacon sausage regular bacon green peppers onions and topped with cheddar cheese andy and i tell you what that cheddar cheese is pulling a lot of weight because as you've mentioned i don't think that mozzarella tastes like anything i think the vegan mozzarella Mm -hmm. has a good uh artificial cheese flavor i think dan is so ironic uh-huh it is uh-huh it's the opposite of what you might expect mm. Mm. keep going mm. see so she's wrong like rain on your wedding day no. isn't ironic not really i mean i guess it's kind of against expectations but it's not i don't know it's an irony has to do with something knowingly going against what your expectations are like there's a knowingness oh. to it Ran on your wedding day is not. Ironic. Oh, so you mean like a free ride that you just that you already paid, or some good advice that you just can't take? No, I don't think any of those. I don't think any of those really qualify well, as irony. But again, language is malleable, so I think what we how we define irony has kind of changed over time to mm-hmm. where it does just mean something that's unfortunate or doesn't really make a lot of sense. Just reaching into our hacky 90s stand-up bit bag. Not uh, even that. With, just, uh, th- just boring language yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. once again, just without any sort of punchlines, just uh, litigating oh. uh, how ironic the song Irony well, at least by you get Alanis to leave. Morissette is. At least is. you get to leave and just not think about this again. I get to <laughs> live in this hell for another three or four hours after this. It's true. It's true. I do forget uh, about everything that we spoke also, of the moment I leave. Dan, much like a trip to Mickey D's, mm. I'm loving it. I'm having a great time doing a bad show for <laughs> these people. Tell. I can really <laughs> tell. <laughs> Andy, I thought that this was great. You just, uh, um, I would say, spat in the face of eggs earlier, mm. uh, saying that you don't like them. I thought that these eggs were great. Uh, nice scramble on them, not too wet. You don't want to wet egg on your breakfast pizza obviously that canadian bacon sausage and bacon trio really is just doing a lot of breakfast work great porky flavors happening here of course you got those green peppers you got the onions and then you throw the cheddar cheese on top to give it some actual cheese flavor andy Mm -hmm. and what you end up with is a pretty close approximation to like what a come and goes breakfast pizza would be which i don't mean to sound as like an insult i think it uh outshines come and goes breakfast pizza but that's definitely one of my favorite breakfast pizza varietals a lot of people out there say casey's pizza has the best breakfast pizza those people uh have broken taste buds because casey's pizza of course the cheese on it tastes like melted plastic like they've shaved (laughs) up a action figure of sort of a yellow color and then melted it often Mm. forget things that we say on the show Uh, the moment I'm done editing or I moment I finish the process of listening and listening again to make sure I get all the naughty words out sure. or whatever, but they're taking a, f- a couple listens recently to yeah. knock all those mm-hmm. out there. There's a phrase that you said very early on. that has just stuck with me. Sure. Said hit the break time up. 
And it's just that. It's like the middle of a sentence. I can hear you saying it, and it haunts my dreams, Well, Dan. folks, guess what? You need to hit the break time up <laughs> because break time still does have the end-all, be-all press. <laughs> now we know the kind of break that Dan yeah, likes yeah, to take. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, it's good. The break time breakfast pizza is really good. The Papo's breakfast pizza is really good. Probably the pizza I'm most likely to revisit from here. Like I said, the small size was about nine ninety nine. Not awesome, but a you know sometimes you need that breakfast pizza. And if your only other options are gas stations, I, I would definitely go with this. I, I really enjoyed this one. Looking for somebody to uh fully meet my breakfast pizza desires someday. Uh, I think I think it was an old mama jeans hot case, uh, like little pan sized breakfast pizza that they would put on non bread and they would sauce it with white sausage. If it, gravy. If it wasn't bread, what was it? Andy, you are so funny. I can't even <laughs> stand it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little devil. <laughs> you you really are. You're a little <laughs> scamp devil. Uh yeah, I I just I want somebody to put some white sausage gravy as the sauce for the breakfast yeah. pizza. Yeah. I think it's a no-brainer. Mama Jean's figured it out. Got rid of it. Uh and and I've just been chasing that dragon ever since. I got to tell you, man, the best breakfast pizza I think I've ever had was Made by my aforementioned friend Jake, and it was a biscuits and gravy Ooh, pizza. Wow. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. It was I, awesome. Man, Jake makes a good pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, ch- check out right. his house on, on Sunday nights for a <laughs> Not for anymore. Not in a pizza. long time, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Can't wait. Miss it. Miss it about as desperately as I miss anything in my life going to pizza night every Sunday. I miss stuff I absolutely hate. <laughs> like interacting with people Andy, i gotta say i I did not think i would miss it so that's why this is taking forever Mm. it's because this is the only time i'm gonna interact well until you come over wednesday night to record another episode absolutely it's like the only in-person interaction i'm gonna have yeah and i andy i i can hook you up with some people's phone numbers if you need more people to talk to i just for our (laughs) listeners whenever i walked in today andy was just chatting up a storm with a fruit fly <laughs> and i i don't know what this fly said so, he seemed pretty mad at so him uh, for the rest of the episode so what kind of fruits are you into then <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my dating voice mm, yeah <laughs> so if it's your dating voice the fruit fly obviously said like uh, oh well uh I don't know. I, I should probably get so going now. <laughs> what if you do? What do you do when there's like a raspberry over here and mm-hmm. banana over here? Like, mm-hmm. how do you pick? Is it like based on the color or mm-hmm. from previous experiences or yeah. just leading questions? I don't know. The, this the, the, talking about indie movies and white guy punk rock bands has been fun, but I should probably get out of here. Look, I'm very upfront about this. <laughs> I'm wearing a punk shirt uh-huh. and eating a chicken sandwich in the main picture. Sure. Why did you agree to go on this date? Uh, I don't know. I guess I was just already here enjoying Wait, the, uh, what? sink buildup. This is an improv <laughs> of a date between you and a fruit fly. Good God, Andy. Can we wrap this up already? Out of five, mm. Dan, wow. how many 
pretend provincial center city pie parlors would you rate Papo's Pizzeria and Pub? That's a good one. Andy, I think for Papo's, I'm going to go a little higher than I thought I was going to go with a three and a half. Uh, I think before we recorded this week, I wasn't exactly excited. I, I've... I was a little bigger of a fan of Papo's around mm. whenever we started the show because it was just one of the only fancier pizzas I knew of in town. Uh, fancier, I guess, just code for more expensive. Yep. Uh, but now that we have tried more, uh, now that I personally have tried more, I can say it's nowhere near my top pizza in town, but it's good. It's good. It's better than I uh, expected it to be coming into the show this week. What yeah. about you? Um, I didn't remember what it tasted like going in. I remembered not being impressed enough to want to go back. That is exactly how I feel now. I would not be upset or I would not try to dissuade someone else from going if I was in a group of people mm. that wanted to go. If I met a fruit fly on Bumble that wanted to go mm -hmm. to Papo's, um, it might be indicative of not having the same taste in pizza, Sure, but that's not a problem. We can yeah. get over that. That Yeah. Yeah. Um, three, Dan. That's. I feel like I'm being generous, giving it a three. I. No, you know what? No, I'm not. Three is exactly right. Sure. I, I don't know why I phrased it that way. I really like that salad. I would. I would definitely eat that salad again. And that may be just what I go for. I might get it as an entree and have that be my meal if I went back to Papo's. But I guess the issue is that it's a pizza place, and none of the pizzas there that I have tried made me want to come back and eat the pizza so yeah i mean that 9.99 deal for the drink yeah. and salad doesn't sound bad it totally you can score it. uh that sounds all right but yeah there, there's just so much more uh listeners to our uh famous segment rupaul's drag race and dev's corner will know that i uh think golden girls pizza is probably the best locally owned pizza here in town so that's just around the corner but if you can't get that i think popos will do sure okay popos fine wow. let's call lillian stone and talk about some uh, some revelatory information that we learned about lucky house and big juicy crabs mm. the episode we covered with her last week yes hello hi is this lillian stone this is she hi lillian this is dan howell with a uh, spring food mo How's it going, Dan? Oh, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> before we do anything, can we have your express verbal consent to record this phone call? <laughs> yes, you can. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm my beagle is doing something weird. Yes, you can. <laughs> Please tell us everything about your beagle. What's he doing? What's so weird She's about it? He's just ingesting a toy right now. <laughs> that sounds like a lot Stop. of fun. He's eating. He's he's just eating it. He's not even playing with it. He's just fully eating it. <laughs> Sounds like fun to me. <laughs> so, um, what's up, guys? Well, do, do you believe in fate, Lillian? <laughs> um, yeah, I absolutely do believe in fate. Oh, okay, good. That'll make this easy then. So, uh, the uh, the bonus episode that you appeared on just this last Friday on Spring Food Mo for. Uh, Lucky House and big old sure. juicy crabs. Uh -huh. And the, some would say the biggest, juiciest crabs I've ever seen. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're they're considering uh, renaming the restaurant to uh, mm -hmm. put more emphasis on how big the juicy crabs are. And, also uh, how old they are. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> 
So um, I, I spoke with my lovely girlfriend afterwards, who we, we spoke about on the episode. Uh, of course, she's going by the uh, name Anonymous now. And it turns <laughs> out that she has a little more in common with the, you know. Hacker group? The hacker group than we had thought mm-hmm. in that she she uh, she did a bit of doxing. She did a little doxing. Uh huh. Yes, she actually doxed Lucky House and <laughs> big fat juicy crabs <laughs> and humongous juicy crabs. Uh huh. She doxed their former location and Lillian Stone. <laughs> would you guess what that former location is? Uh, how many guesses do I get? I don't know why we're pretending like she doesn't already know. Like we didn't already talk about this. Okay. So Andy one. You told me it was a Captain D's. <laughs> yeah, Captain D's. Oh God, what are the odds? Good lord. Now going back in time to the moment that I that I texted you this mm-hmm. information, how did that make you yeah. feel? I've been thinking about it nonstop. I thought about it before I went to bed last night. I dreamed about it a little bit. It feels really good. It's like the opposite of a cursed burial ground. It's like a it's it's like it was constructed on holy land. Yeah, <laughs> and we even discussed that it is just kind of a tiny yellow shack. And yeah. now, with hindsight being, you know, this year twenty twenty. Sure. Yeah, I can no, fully I'm, see uh, that it was. I'm thrilled. I mean, I'm just I. I can't. I'm never not thinking about seafood, but I'm especially thinking about seafood at this time. <laughs> now, follow up question: Were you able to get all the juice out of your clothes after no. recording? Because mine still stinks. No, of I don't crab know that juice. I ever will. But I. Well, I think first of all, the wet look is kind of in right now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of mm-hmm. something that people really like and yes. secondly how am i supposed to tell you know which juice is from the big juicy crabs and which juice is just from uh you know being a a, a slick greasy lady i there's just <laughs> no there's no way of knowing yeah. now can you confirm i, I don't i don't want to put you on the spot just because you're a lady yeah. uh but sure. the wet and wild makeup brand i'm not i'm not going to assume that you wear that uh, but can you confirm yeah. that the wet in that makeup brand is in fact crab juice? I can't confirm it. Um, speaking as a woman who's who's naturally mm. pretty beautiful and kind of rolls out of bed uh, with like <laughs> a full face of makeup on, I just like was ejected from the womb with like a perfect cat eye mm-hmm. eyeliner mm-hmm. just on my face. Yeah. We've seen the pictures. A, it's just the way that I was born, that's kind of my cross to bear. So I really wouldn't know. Um, never, never bought makeup, never put it on my face. <laughs> Can't really relate to that mm. experience whatsoever. Mm. So, well, we'll get a follow up on that. We might have to reach out to Pokin for that. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, we'll, go ahead. We'll contact some brand reps. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to, I don't want to take too much of your time, but it, it has, I, I did notice that you seem to have really, um, leaned into the bimbo branding lately. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Care to speak yeah. on that? Yeah, um, I like to pivot my brand every three to four months. So for the last like year or so, it's been uh, like a crotchety, uh, spinstery lady. Uh-huh. And at this point in time, I'm I'm going full bimbo. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't even a question. I just asked you to talk about it. <laughs> so yeah, you, you, well, I I unfortunately I'm engaging I am engaging in civic action right now, as bimbos do. So I'm gonna have to let you guys go. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for calling in for this really important update. It Thanks went so well. Me. Thank I you. I love to chat on the phone. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Bye, Lillian. Thanks bye, again. Lillian. Bye. <laughs> she, she legit just hung up. Cool. <laughs> what a phenomenal human being. Wow. Just so fun. Very. Uh, we wasted six or seven minutes of her <laughs> morning. Oh, yeah. We absolutely did. She's not even in Springfield no, any longer. I don't think. Chicago. Yeah. Another a little out of state call there. Unless Mike Parsons has his way, in which case, of course, Chicago will be a part of uh, mm. Parsononia, yeah. the uh, nine-state area that he's looking to form here. Boy, Andy, did we have anything else to do on the show? How long have we been going here? Looks like about an hour and 29 minutes. Oh, my God. Thank goodness. Yeah. So that means it's over. Yeah, I think that's it for today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Sorry if you really look forward to the uh, last segments of the show. I think got plenty of that in the middle today. <laughs> no, no. Of course, we'll be back next week with a special third segment guest. Probably. No, uh, we will have a what you eat episode during which we're going to try at least three new restaurants that have mm-hmm. opened in town. That is $5 a month. Uh, the half of which goes to Ozarks Food Harvest. You can go to powerclub.springfoodpod.com mm. if you're interested in joining. And we would really appreciate it if you did. But, you know can't afford it or don't want to we certainly don't hold it against you don't put yourself up to something that you can't afford or shouldn't be doing like uh andy and i have here with this podcast (laughs) i mean i don't didn't intend to spend 80 dollars at papa's this week and none of that was podcast money that was this pocket cash oh yeah that was that teacher (laughs) scratch not podcast pot cash what not podcast pot cash All right. With that, anything we need to say, Dan? Uh, No, I don't think so. You know, despite uh, how grueling this record was, I think this one's going to turn out pretty good. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we will accept our podcast Emmy. Uh-huh. Absolutely. How do you get a podcast Emmy? Um, Why aren't there podcast Emmys, come to think of it? They got so many Emmys. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I think you got to get your podcast on TV. Oh, uh, that's sort of the biggest step to winning any. We've Emmy. done it. We mm-hmm. live streamed. Okay, so oh, we can right. submit our Five Spice live stream review. YouTube is TV. Remember when uh, we were ending this episode five minutes ago? <laughs> God, I, how I wish it still were. <laughs> All right. I just don't want you to leave, Dan. <laughs> I, I can tell. I'm, I'm being held here captive. Uh, look. Say bye, mm. and I will. Uh, I'll, un- I'll unhook your handcuffs. All right, everybody. If you don't hear from me soon, call the police. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>
don't know if it'll be fun for anyone listening. Yeah, I don't know if we can do it either. I feel like a good time.